<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perryman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. And we have with us special guest, Devontae. What's your last name? Moore. Devontae Moore, real estate. You're a realtor? Yep, realtor. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> tell tell know, us about it. <laughs> I know Devontae. He was at my office, and then he went over. You were on Glover's team, right? Yep, Jeff Glover's team. Okay, good. How, so how old are you now? I'm 28 now. Okay. How old were you when you started? Uh, 22 going on 23 when I started. Okay. Yep. All right. How was your first year in real estate? It was, it was brutal. <laughs> my first couple of years. Right. Uh, I mean, just not really knowing what to do. Right. You know, everybody's pulling you in different different directions to grow your business. You know, try this lead source, try that. So just kind of no direction. So first couple of years, a little rough. I think like two, three deals every year, first couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how, did you, how did you get started, though? What's your background? Uh, so I was in college, uh, pretty much just watching a million-dollar list in New York. And I said, okay, cool, I could do that. Uh, did a couple of internships in accounting. Uh, I did like it, but it was just too much of a ceiling, and it was just based on how long you've been with the firm. I didn't really like that growth trajectory. Uh, I didn't right. want to be, you know, in my 50s when I finally hit, you know, six <laughs> figures. So I, I didn't like that. And real estate was something you know you can control your own destiny. So All that's right, really how cool. I got into it. So did you finish college? Yep, yep, I finished. Okay. Yep. Ooh, thank God. Degree in what? <laughs> uh, business management. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. So you had a degree in business management, but you ended up in real estate. Yep. So my <laughs> senior year, like my last month, I knew I wasn't going back to the accounting firm I was at. I mean, great firm, but I just didn't like that that field at all. Right. Uh, so I just took my real estate course online. So I was doing that while I was in class. Okay. Yep. So and then I joined KW at the time I was still in college, but, you know, I was coming to Ignite and all that stuff too Right. while I was still in school. All right. Were yep. you working like another job while you were in real estate or... How were you making money if you were only doing like two or three deals a year? So uh, my family, they were helping me out a lot those first oh. couple of years. Yeah, they okay. really believed in me and, you know, knew it was going to end up working out. So they helped me a lot. All right. And I didn't have any bills, you know, after graduating. <laughs> <laughs> 22 years old, right? Yeah, right. just kind of. So listen to that. Don't move out on your, you were standing with, with your parents. Yeah, I was standing with my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Stay right. home until you, you're you ready to leave. Yeah. How old were you when you moved out? Uh, I was 26 when I moved out. So it took me a minute, but, right. you know, it is what it is. You was ready, though. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now you right. out. Yep, now I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this this guy is sharp, right? Yeah. <laughs> so remember we was talking about top 10s? Mm -hmm. He had on some top tens with like the sport oh, coat, that? like he got on. <laughs> you of course, that? I I've been trying, to, I've been trying to pull that off ever since, and it don't work. It don't work for me. Maybe my stomach too. No, big. you gotta put the skinny jeans you on. Just gotta. No, I can't. <laughs> that's why I don't work. See, for that's you. why it don't work for me. You remember that? It's yeah, a, it's a different era. Yeah. yeah. So, tell me, like, so starting out young, comparing your business now to what you were doing your first two years. What's, like, your daily routine? How do you go about, like, getting business and things mm -hmm. of that nature? So now I'm way more structured than two years ago. I think I was nervous and scared to, you know, prospect and all that stuff, right. too. But now I just pretty much run my business like a job. So I come in at the office every day, 7.30, uh, make calls from 8 to 12, and then wrap up my day around, like, 6, 7 o'clock every day. So 8 to 12 is just straight lead generation in the mornings. Right. So I just pretty much try to treat it like a, treat it like a business. 
Right. So you yeah. say a prospect. So explain because not everybody know what prospecting yeah. is. So prospecting lead generation from eight to twelve. How explain those costs to us? Is it like cold calling? What mm -hmm. exactly what are you doing? Yep. So pretty much all cold calling from eight to twelve o'clock. You know, with some breaks in between, of course. But right. calling the new expired as soon as they come on the market, uh, doing some circle prospecting. Right. And then like any Zillow buyer leads, I'll do 30, 45 minutes of that okay. every morning. So any leads that came in, you follow up. Yep. Okay. Pretty much. So you're up. going after new business. Mm -hmm. Then you're following up with leads that came in pretty yeah. much. So not really lead. I really don't consider a lead follow because I never spoke with those people yet. Okay. So between 8 to 12 is pretty much everybody I haven't spoke with yet. Okay. And then around lunchtime, that's when I hit my lead follow up. People who are trying to do something within the next 30, 60, 90 days. Okay. Yep. Man, that's a lot of structure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's I don't have any. That's, 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 that's how you be successful. Yeah. Like yeah. So and this is every day, Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. Every day is not perfect, of course, but uh, right. working with the team, Jeff's team, that's what right. really got me into that. That's kind of the culture over there. You know, right. Every morning, 8 to 12, um, like clockwork. And even Saturdays, too. Like So tomorrow morning, I'll be meeting the agent in our office. We're going to be doing calls 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Mm. So nobody's forcing you to do this. Nobody's year. forcing you to do it. Right. Okay. So you just getting up. You motivated. Motivated. Okay. <laughs> but it is expected too, though, right? So yeah, it's expected. Like, if yeah. you're not doing it yeah. over there, then you slouching. Yeah. So it's like we got a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Jeff every month. So it's kind of like, hey, what did you do last month? Mm -hmm. Why do you only take? Why do you only got two listings this last month? What you know? What right. happened? You know? So it's kind of, you don't have to do it, but you don't want to deal with the consequences of explaining yourself why your numbers are down. You don't so want to look bad. Right. Yeah. 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 So you have high, so it's like playing for the Lakers when Kobe was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to put listings on the board. You got to put pendings on the board. So. Right. So uh, are you a full-time agent? Full-time. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which, obviously, you said Monday through Friday yep. from like 7 to 7, <laughs> yep, but yep. I just had to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full-time. Because, you know, you'd be surprised what some people can squeeze in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what what type of numbers are you doing now? Uh, what was your best year so far? Uh, so last year was five point two million. Uh, okay. Ask that question again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. So last year was thirty four deals, five point two million. Um, this year I should be close to six, closer to seven million by okay. the end of this year. I'm at twenty two close with like eight pending right now. So I should be last year's number. Wait for a minute. Sure. Hold up. So five point, you said five point two, five point two million, thirty four. And you'd sales. be close to seven million. I should be closer to seven right. million this year. So for people at home, uh, oh, you did it quick. <laughs> so for people at home that don't understand, two hundred thousand, but on average you're getting three percent yep, for one side of yep. the transaction. Mm -hmm. Some deals you may double dip. So twenty eight making two hundred thousand. So well, gross, GC, yeah, gross, yeah, gross, GCI, yeah. right. But still, that's yep. a lot of money so over for twenty-eight. Yeah, you know, how many of your college friends are making two? <laughs> so now, because it took me a slow start in real estate, right. they're starting to get closer to that hundred thousand. Not every conversation. Oh, I got to find a job now for a hundred thousand, based on their experience. But most are like kind of like the eighty-ish, seventy-ish price right. point. So they're probably still like three, four years away. Mm -hmm. um, and you pay how much for a real estate class? Uh, what was it? $150 or something like that <laughs> at the time. It's probably more expensive now, I'm sure. Right. But no, they still bucks. have, you can go on Groupon and find. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what area are you from? Uh, So West Bloomfield area. Okay. Yeah, I went to West Bloomfield okay. High School. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Now, do you, 
are you selling properties just in West Bloomfield or where are most of your clients buying at? Uh, so pretty much all over the place. Uh, I don't do a lot of Macomb County, but mainly Oakland and Wayne County. It's okay. kind of my bread and butter areas. Right. Yeah. Because I know you sold like one of my $20,000 listings yeah. too. I think too, we did right? like two or three deals this yeah. year already. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And the reason I ask that is because when we talk about West Bloomfield, mm-hmm. people will say he's only doing that because he's mm-hmm. in West That's Bloomfield. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That's good. Twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hey, actually, I can't wait for this episode there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's, it, to us, you know, we're all parents and yep. we all have children and some of our children are uh, choosing to pursue real estate. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit refreshing, you know, hearing that you have been so diligent about your career in mm-hmm. real estate and also taking advantage of the help from the parents because mm-hmm. that really is a small investment there. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was real. It was real humbling, you know, having to ask your parents for hundred dollars, two hundred dollars here, gas <laughs> right. money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I remember even asking my little sister for money. You know, so it was. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but you know, it's. I mean, I didn't want to give up. Like I saw right. people, you know, who look like me doing it. You know, I right. saw people like Reggie, right. you know, Charles at the time, you know, mm-hmm. succeeding. So I knew I could. You know, my mind was they could do it. You know, I could do it too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think you had told me a story. Um, you said like when you were my age, you took like twenty listings in one month or yeah. something like that. You took a course. Yeah, I thought I was broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like stories like that just kind of kept me going. You know, through the that's wonderful the time. So how old is your little sister? Uh, she is twenty three. Okay, yeah, have so, you paid her back yet? <laughs> yeah, I paid her back. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely I paid her back. Yeah, I definitely paid her back. Right. What does she do? Uh, so she was in school playing basketball. Uh, she played for Mary Grove. Oh, uh, she tore ACL. So now mm-hmm. she's working at, she's, she's getting back into school. She's working at some plan or something like that right now. But she, and she also has a t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she tells me about some of the money she has in the bank save. And I'm like, whoa. So <laughs> she, she's always been a, been a good saver and just a, you know, straight hustler. So. Okay. She, oh, she's good. a um, good lead source too, working in a plant. Yep. Yep. So she actually sends me referrals all the time. Too, yeah. So, right. you know, okay. Yep. Got to work Everybody <laughs> in my family works for me. For so. sure. <laughs> right? But um, so you started at 22. Yep. When did, what did you do that was your transition to uh, starting to make money? Yep. Uh, so pretty much just had to humble myself. I wanted to stay a solo agent, but I knew, you know, I'm not doing this right. I needed right. accountability. You know, I would just wake up at 10, 11 o'clock. Not prospect, so I always saw I went to Jeff's trainings and teachings, and you know we became good friends. So I just joined his team. Right. Um, I went through a six month phone prospecting um, boot camp that he had. Uh, so all I did was cold call from eight to eight o'clock, pretty much every single day, and that pretty much just taught me how to generate clients and you know start to succeed. Right. Wow. So you had so in other words, you had someone that was coaching you, mm-hmm. holding you accountable, yep. and actually showing you exactly what to do. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then you had you know, eight or 10 other people doing the same exact job as you. So you knew it worked. So it's just a matter of just putting in the work. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to feel left out. Yeah. I didn't want to feel left out. <laughs> yeah. People that get listens, I'm like, oh shoot, I got to, right. you know, stay a little bit later, come in Sunday. You right. Know? So yeah, it's, it's a good environment. Great environment. Okay. Yep. That's good. Like the boiler room. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> what it is. Very yeah. yeah. cold calling. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call that? The and bullpen. I, the bullpen. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. right. So, Oh, go ahead. No. Oh, so what advice? So somebody's starting out, looking back on your younger self, what would you had to join the team sooner or got in that type of environment sooner? Uh, so that's a great question. I would say I remember when I came, I saw you calling a lot, right? And um, you know, I was just kind of shadowing you and stuff like that. 
you know, I would join a team with a leader who's doing something, you know, similar that you're, you know, leading by example. Right. So I would definitely recommend joining a team to start. All right. Definitely. Because it's, it's so many people that are going to pull you in a different direction when you go mm-hmm. solo. Unless you have a clear-cut plan. Right. I'm um, self-motivated. I would, you know, join a team. Okay. So, What do you feel like are the um, benefits or, like, what's the, st- the team structure, you know, that you like in comparison to what you feel like would be, you know, kind of being solo? Mm-hmm. So it just all depends on the office environment, I would say. But the team helps because... Long as the culture is there, with where it's a strict environment where it's expected you're supposed to be lead generation, supposed to be prospecting, then I would join the team. Mm-hmm. You know, long as that structure and accountability is there. Okay. Yeah. But I know it's a lot of teams that don't operate that way. It's just kind of, you know, it's just the agent just building a team with all these agents, but nobody's really learning or growing or mm-hmm. being held accountable. Right. So. Have you started working on a team yet? Uh, I don't really want to. I'm on a team now, but I don't think I really want to. You know, join a team just because I I watch a lot and it's a lot of training. You probably right. I know you're doing it, so a lot of training, managing other people, and I don't yeah. think that's really something I. <laughs> he's trying right right right. 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 to get my money right yeah. now. Right. I'll worry about that later on. How right. about investing? Uh, so haven't really gotten investing in yet, just because the past two years that's really when I've started making you okay. know substantial gains in my income. So now I've just been really just saving a lot mm-hmm. of cash and. I'm waiting on the prices to come down. I think now it's real expensive to market, so <laughs> right, super expensive for what people. So, are if you feel like that, do you have investors that you work with yourself? Yeah, yep, a lot of investors. So, how do you um, assist those people if you have the mindset that it's too high right now? That's a great question. So, it just depends on what the investor's trying to do. Like, I'm I'm honest with all my clients. I'll say, hey, you know, you're paying eighty thousand dollars for this property on Six Mile. You know, right now it's probably. You're probably not going to make that, you know, back. But I try to, you know, educate him as best as I can. But some people just want to buy right. regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave the answer to this. That's like the new, uh, when we were talking about where spo- uh, people are spoiled. Because oh, yeah. they don't really realize that we're kind of getting back to like a stable market. Right. So that property on Six Mile was probably one twenty five in two thousand six. Yeah, and the ten thirty one that Gerald was talking yeah. about. Yeah, and then you just focus. Basically, you saying right now you focus on you got tunnel vision yeah. at this moment on mm-hmm. trying to make sure that you have your sales yep. GCI every year. Yep, yep. Yeah. So you have GCI goals. Yep. So uh, my goal this year is seven million going in, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to learn that I'm starting to set my targets way too low. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The more you start to do it. So yeah. next year, I definitely want to hit 10 million plus. So, so easy yeah. on your own. This is without yeah, a team. Own. Yeah, 10 million. Own. And I only count yeah. my deals, like not the deals that the team gives me. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Numbers. So that's not even including. So the numbers you gave earlier didn't even include what you're being fed. Just yeah, those are just what pretty you much yeah, my solid numbers. All right. Yeah. That's the cherry on top. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you? What do you feel like, um, you know, are you... Kicking knowledge at this point, you know what I mean? Like how you saying that people kind of have, you know, spilled and poured into you. Like, do you find yourself kind of like moving like that now to where? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All the time. So I was actually earlier, <laughs> my sister talked to somebody at her job. She's like, oh, I'm getting my license. I'm moving to North Carolina. What advice can you give me? And I was just right. pretty much based on this conversation we're having here. So I can right. usually get that at least once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's funny. Yep. From younger. From younger people. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. You get any older people coming to you? Like, how the, how you 28 and you do this? Yeah, it, it's tougher with the older people. They ask you, <laughs> but, like, they look at me like I'm their kid, so they just kind of, oh, I'm not doing that. You know? Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, they know your yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a different conversation, so, I mean... The ego. It's kind of the ego getting yeah. away with right. older, older A lot people. of your business that you're getting, do you find 
at that you're losing any business because of you know your age or maybe you're 28 now so mm-hmm. you probably have re- crossed that threshold a little bit to where you're not having that or yeah I, I don't think so but um i would say what expires i compete with at least two or three agents for every listing mm-hmm. um I'll look in the MLS. Some ages are older. So I think it, it could be a thing where I do lose because I am younger. But, right. you know, I always try to bring my Zillow reviews, past sales, or even okay. use my company sales to... Yeah. So, break down... Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So, wait. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. So, break down... So, two things. We're going to touch on your Zillow reviews and why that's important. But because mm-hmm. um, we got average people in here that are not in real estate. Yep. Explain what an expired listing is. Okay, so an expired listing is a home that was for sale once upon a time. Uh, let's say it was for sale for six months. It didn't sell. So once I notice that the home didn't sell, I'll call that property owner to see if I can be the agent to help them sell it this time around. Right. So basically, an expired is just a home that didn't sell, and now they have the opportunity to list with a new agent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you were saying that um, you kind of look at the MLS. So when you're um, shopping your expireds, mm-hmm. And are, so you're also kind of seeing what they were dealing. You're doing like your own research to see who they were dealing with beforehand. Not and really. No, because okay. I don't want to have to like if I'm friends with that agent, I don't want to sidestep myself. I'm not going to call because that was such right. and such mm-hmm. a client. But at the end of the day, that agent didn't get the job done and they do need help to sell. Like you never know that situation with they. You know, okay. right? So. Maybe it was overpriced or not yep. marketed yep. right. Um, ain't no friends in this, right? right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like that, but it's like I don't want to. You know, I'm doing no, myself. I know what you mean because sometimes service. I yeah. have people who will come to me to purchase a home, and they'll say, "Oh, I was working with someone else." I'm like, "Don't even tell me their yep. name." Yeah, <laughs> that just happened with us. It did. Uh, it actually yeah. happened a few times with us. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not. I'm listening. I'm Monday. Like, oh, no, Red, he Red's doing it. Oh, you good? Yeah. He's gonna take care. Yeah, yeah. people, they do it to me. So, it's, I mean, my listings expire sometimes. Right. So it's, yeah, I get you it. You know, sometimes it's a better personality fit with a different mm-hmm. agent. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference, too, when you're talking about expire. So, you had your opportunity and now, hey, they chose me. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes, you know, you do just deal with, at this point, you know, with all the networking and mm-hmm. it's kind of like breaking bread together. If, yep. if someone comes to me and mentions Reggie's name or Shaka's name and now probably Devontae's name, yep. you know, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know him, you know. Yep. Let yeah. me know how that works out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you're yeah. probably in good hands. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so you mentioned like your not just Zillow, but your online reviews. Mm-hmm. Period. So what's what's important about having your online reviews and your presence online? I would say it gives you more credibility um, okay. because I know if I'm talking to somebody, like maybe an insurance agent or somebody's trying to sell me something, I kind of Google them. And right. The first thing you kind of look for is reviews. Even a restaurant, you know, you're going mm-hmm. Yelp to mm-hmm. see, okay, what's the dress code at this restaurant? What's the best meal? Right. So everybody's looking online. So I feel if you got, you know, 20, 30 plus reviews on your page, they, okay, this guy can sell my home. So right. that's why I pretty much, every, every deal I do, I try to get a Zillow review, like mm-hmm. no matter what. Right. Yep. So that's where a client just giving you a review. Do you? So are you asking for that review after closing, or what point in time are you asking for the review? Yep. So uh, Jeff, he taught me it's called the honeymoon phase. So within the first forty-eight hours, if you close on that deal, you need right. to be getting that review because yes. they're happy, nothing's went wrong. Yeah, you know, right. A week later, now their furnace is out. Now they hate uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're blaming it on you. Right. Right. So that's you want to get it that first forty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I try to get it right at the close, and I'm like, hey, I just sent you a Zillow review, and I'm texting that night. I'm like, hey, did you get in fine? And right. Like, 8 o'clock that night, can you fill it out? Because I know they're not doing anything at 8 o'clock at night, so. Right. What, um, so what are you doing? So is majority of your business coming from prospecting and expires, or 
um, how you, what's the percentage of your business coming from like Zillow mm-hmm. versus you going out to hustle for the business? So last year, uh, it was probably 80% prospect and 20% referrals and, you know, company stuff. Right. Um, now it's, it's kind of 50, 50 this year prospect and, and then just like straight referrals just be from those clients I helped last year. You know, it's kind of like a snowball effect. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're not paying for lead generation. Uh, no, uh, the our company they pay for Vulcan Seven Forest is where we get all the expires from. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any, you know, fees or any source that I'm paying. You for. yourself though, you, he's not paying for Zillow. Yeah, no, I don't pay paying. for Zillow. No, I don't pay for Zillow. So you just paying with hustle. Like yeah, you yeah. just prospecting. Mm-hmm. Our company your... gets Zillow leads. I really just started working them this year. Okay, um, just because I like listings more. Uh, just, you uh, know, yeah. you right. can leverage your time mm-hmm. better. Right. Um, but it's a lot of money in Zillow leads. So explain the leveraging of listings for people that don't know what that means. Okay. So with the listing, uh, how can I simplify this? Uh, So there's a study out there that it takes 20 hours of your time to close one listing versus it takes 40 hours to close one buyer sale. Okay. So the time you're working one buyer, you could have sold two listings. Right. And then also with the listing, all you do is have to go out there one time for the appointment, um, senior photographer. And then you really don't ever have to go to the house again unless you're showing the buyer the house. Right. So it's just kind of, I mean, it just leverages your time. You leverage your time. Yeah, it's better. pretty much leverages your time. And your listings yep. attract more buyers. Yep, and they attract right. more buyers. Right. Um, and other listings. Yep. So, for example, uh, I just got a, well, a few months ago, I got a listing in Farmington Hills um, for sale by owner. Sold it. Uh, the neighbor called, and I'm double dipping that listing right now. Right. And it's all in Farmington Hills, you know, $300,000 neighborhood. Mm, right. So, so that's what nine. <laughs> that's about so twenty twenty seven thousand. Well, he's double dipping one, yeah, so that's dip. about twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all 18, off a of cold nine, call nine, yeah, or calling the yeah, fizz, calling the fizzball. Fizz, fizzball for sale by owner because yeah. a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sale by owner. Yeah. No, so. it's twenty seven. I mean, he, he so, double dipped it six percent, nine percent. Here's why that's important, right? Because there's a lot of people mid twenties, early twenties that are starting out entry-level jobs, and they're probably only making 30000 a year or 40000 a year, and you just simply picked up the phone and called a for sale by owner, mm-hmm. and that led to another deal, yep. and you're making 27000 gross yep. off of just a phone call. Mm-hmm. So, so that happened, that leverage that we're talking about. So that client that Reggie's talking about that knew me and him, Right. They knew that that was there in my sphere, but Reggie was, he just had a listing mm-hmm. over there that he sold. Right. You know what I mean? So when they called, they was like, uh, hey, we want to go with you, right? <laughs> They're like, but, uh, but this guy just, this guy that you're doing the uh, podcast with just sold a house over here. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, you know what? Uh, you know, go ahead. Reggie going to take care of you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Explain circle prospecting because that's how mm-hmm. that happened. Mm-hmm. So explain that to people. What exactly is circle prospecting? Yep. Uh, so pretty much just, uh, so let's take that Farmington Hills listing, for example. So I pretty much get all the neighbors in the area's phone number, and I just give them a call and say, hey, I just sold 123 Main Street. Right. Um, we sold 10000 over asking price. Um, have you thought about buying or selling this year? And right. then, you know, you got to talk to a lot of people. You're going to get a lot of no's. But right. I mean, one phone call, one yes is five, six, ten thousand dollars. So right, yeah. 
So that's what you're doing every day from 8 to 12. Yep. So it's mostly expires because it's it's kind of a quicker return on your time. Right. You know, because those people already said they want to sell their house. They just need an agent to help them get it sold. Right. Yep. And the same with the for sale by owners? Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. Same with for sale by owners. This is a little more hand-holding, a little bit more nurturing with, mm-hmm. with those people. Some so, of them be agents already. Yeah, some of the agents. <laughs> yeah, they throw everybody. You got to kind of be real skilled to, yeah. to deal with the for sale by owners. I wouldn't recommend jumping right into it. They, they'll scare you out the they're business. Hurt, yeah. They'll run you out the business. Hurt your ego. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, right. oh, yeah, we'll Why give you 3%. Yeah, we'll give you 3%. Can what? you do it for 2%? Like, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know your worth. Yeah. So what are, do you like practice scripts or how do you know what to say to people when you call them? Yep. So a lot was learned during that six month period. Uh, you know, when I did the phone prospect and we did a lot of role playing and okay. I still do role playing to this day with agents from like Orlando. Um, right. I know, you know, Justin Ford, mm-hmm. I was in his prospect and bootcamp recently. So I had okay. a lot of role play partners there, but right. I don't role play as much as I used to, but I still just read my scripts, you know, every day before right. I get started. Mm, okay. Yep. Still to so, this day. So explain what role playing is. Uh, So pretty much we're just simulating a a live call. So it's one person going to act like the seller. Another person is going to be the agent. And you're just kind of just throwing objections like, uh, I'm going to wait till next year to sell. Uh, The market's not good. So you're just learning the answers to those questions. I did some role playing with somebody that called me. They were prospecting for, I don't even remember what it was, but I think I answered the question wrong. And he was like, well, no, we're just going to start over. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess whatever I said, like, role blocked them. Yep. So we couldn't continue to role play. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was, um, <clears throat> I was prospecting when I was out dancing one night. Mm-hmm. I was prospecting, and I seen this lady. She was expired. Mm-hmm. I was like, you need a new person. <laughs> and she hired me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's how I got this ring on now. <laughs> I ain't going to talk about okay. the role playing. <laughs> so, hold on, I'm going right, to hear about that. We might have to interview Reggie. Hold on, Reggie. What? <laughs> what? He was out dancing. Expired. He got Her play. ex let her expire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, man, for she the job. She told me that right. story. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you got big goals, but you don't necessarily want to run a team or start a brokerage? Uh, It's actually never been an aspiration for me to run a team or start a brokerage. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of read the Red Book. Yeah. Um, and I've been to so many training events. Explain the Red Book. Everybody don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> man, right. <laughs> right. Everybody not, not a, drinking yeah. the Kool Aid. Yep. Yep. So it's pretty much the foundational book of Keller Williams. Uh, Gary Keller, the owner of Keller Williams, wrote a book pretty much how to succeed as an agent, how to grow a team, pretty much everything you need to know in one book about real estate. Really the only book you need to read to be a successful agent. But yeah. Um, right. I just don't want to manage people. I, I, this is not my thing. Like I, I like running myself. Um, I do right. want an assistant eventually, and okay. probably a buyer's agent. But that's okay. about that's about it as far as I uh-huh. want to take it. So I got a question. Yep. Where are you at in the red book as far as? Um, so you know, it's a millionaire real estate mm-hmm. real book. Uh, uh, book. So it's for you to uh, GCI man. No, that's net. It's for you to net. So it's a it's yeah. A, the goal is to net a million, yep. mm-hmm. but it's it's levels to it. So you mm-hmm. go from mm-hmm. level one to seven, and at first you got to gross a million, mm-hmm. and then the next, the final step is to net, net a million. million. Yep. Right. And I, I want everybody to know this too, because 
we're talking to a young man that's making well above six figures, mm -hmm. right? And <laughs> the average realtor across the country make about 36000 right? Mm -hmm. So, but when people look at agents or wholesalers look at agents, they're like, they're not making any mm -hmm. money. This that's is nice. one example when I say okay. people are making six figures or better and agents are becoming millionaires just being real estate agents we're not all selling yeah. million dollar homes mm -hmm. like you yeah. seen on, of <laughs> yeah, course yeah, you figured TV, yeah. that out quick yeah i thought it was gonna be easy you know <laughs> right. do three four of those a year i'll be yeah. i'll be set that can't be hard <laughs> yeah, so it's just the hard work yep. that you explain nobody's mm -hmm. telling mm -hmm. you on tv you're not yep. seeing that but to shaka's question is where are you what do you feel like you, what phase do you feel like you're in currently based so, on the book the literature so i haven't read the book in like four or five years okay. um so i couldn't really say where i'm at by the book but um really my focus now is just increasing my income every year you know just keep growing that so okay so have you done your goals so what you've done your like uh five year ten year goals yet uh so our our team leader Jeff he he talks about uh, he doesn't like a setting goals out that far mm -hmm. because then you really don't have the day to day motivation to achieve it so we try to keep everything between like zero you know one to three years you know so mm -hmm. you're motivated to do it right. because if I ask myself at 23 what, is, what do I want my life to look at at 28 it'd be a completely different story For sure. you right. know what I mean mm -hmm. so I just try to keep it one to three years but what you know it, still keeping the end goal in mm -hmm. what at 23 what did you want to be doing at 28. 23 i just wanted to have fun you okay. know it's kind of you know i wanted a fast car you know travel. i'm seeing that in you even still at 28 yeah because yeah. for to be a realtor you got to have a certain personality yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right but at 28 what do you want to be at 31 so now it's it's starting to change because i got a lot of materialistic things that i want now mm -hmm. out of the way and had the fun mm -hmm. so now it's more so now I need to start saving to purchase investment properties now. That's kind of my mm -hmm. my focus now and what I'm going to be starting to research, you know, big time. So wealth. Yeah, wealth, wealth building. Right. Yeah. So so you talked about um so what's the worst thing you've invested or pur purchased since you start making decent <laughs> money? <laughs> uh so I bought a necklace uh last year. <laughs> And I went to trade it in because I wanted another necklace, of course. <laughs> and they told me they'd give me like fifteen hundred or something for it, but they charged me six thousand. So it's kind of like oh. I know now jewelry is not, you know, you don't want to get messed with diamonds and stuff. It's not a yeah. real, it's not a real market for that. Right. But then you know, partying, you know, waste of money, bottle service. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, that's probably my bottle. biggest waste. <laughs> right. So. Just having fun. Is he the friend that be out there. Everything going right. On. Yeah, that's that's actually me. That's actually, that actually Why you was never called me. Out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's, it's all learning. So. I got you, man. Don't even worry. Now, it's coming. It's great come though, because what happens is when we do this podcast, yep. we talk a lot of business. We yep. do a lot of educating, and then what happens is it becomes like my like the most fun part for me, which uh -huh. is the machismo part. <laughs> where you know we kind of like floss a little bit okay, and it's right. like you know we can spend some yeah because honestly that's why we do it like you know i've been selling real estate for as long as i have because mm -hmm. it's fun yep right. yeah it's, it's a fun business it's yeah it creates a life there's a lot of fun people too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. No so, comment. <laughs> <laughs> we ran across them all. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> 
Of course. <laughs> yeah. So what's the most interesting thing you had happen to you in real estate? Uh, I want to say the most traumatizing thing that ever happened. Horror <laughs> story. Yeah, so it was uh, probably my second year. Okay. Uh, I was counting on this deal to close, so we go to the final walkthrough, you know, which is where the buyer looks at the house for the last time before they close. And we come in and it's just the everything sagging, the paint sagging, the ceiling oh, fan sagging. I guess oh, they left the shower wet. running in the wintertime and didn't yeah, winterize it and all that stuff too. Right. And I was counting on that paycheck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. it was it just taught me like don't spend the money before you ever get it. You right. know, that Absolutely. was a big, big That's learning a, that, lesson. That is big. It was traumatizing. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Do not come to chicken before the egg. Yeah. Yes. Right. Don't ever do it. Not here. That was a life. <laughs> wow. Actually, it got to, the money got to be in your account. Yep. Right. right. Don't even, even when you got the check, yeah. you got to be careful. Yeah, I hung out right. that weekend before I'm like, oh, I'm good. You <laughs> right. Know, right. I got a check coming. You, did the buyers end up still closing with you on another transaction? So I actually think everything happens for a reason. Uh, the buyer is a real good friend of mine. Um, he actually moved to Atlanta the following year and just got married to a girl he met in Atlanta. Mm. So I think everything kind of okay, plays out. Oh, okay. I learned a tough lesson, yeah. you know. Yeah. He moved and got a better job. He wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 right. For yeah. your little money. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I was holding his whole happy. life back yeah. for yeah. uh, $9,000. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a long, it was a three, four month transaction too. So oh, wow. Yeah. That was a tough one. Man. That's good. I never forget that one. <laughs> How's it dealing with family and friends in real estate? Uh, like as clients? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. I don't believe in that the motto of don't work with what they say don't mix business and pleasure. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it probably works in some industries, of course, right. certain business ventures, but that's been my biggest referral source, my family and friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're your biggest advocates, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> you got a good family. Yeah. yeah. Right. He, look, Shaka over there, saucy about that. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, so, no. 100% no. You got uh, cross Shaka? No. Uh, no, not at all. They were definitely not. But being as where I am mm -hmm. and, and as an agent and where Reggie is as an agent, I want I need to take care of them because they are a family. So mm -hmm. I need to make sure that they're taken care of. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Reggie was going to take care of them right. the way they needed to be taken care okay. of. Oh, Reggie took one of your family members. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Stay on the point. Yeah. 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 No, no, Reggie didn't. So Reggie didn't even know. Oh, he didn't know. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't know until They talked to me already. I didn't tell him for on purpose, too. Yeah. But he earned, you know, he did what he was supposed to do to earn that business. And, uh, uh, you know, they were in my sphere, but again, I'm not a uh, Reggie. This is what he yeah, do full time. Yeah, I no. no, I think Reggie took so a client from here too before <laughs> when I met a seller. Y'all making me feel bad. Like, no. I'm just taking, Hold on, no, I'm just, it's a part of the business. It's yeah, feel bad for nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it shouldn't feel bad. But no, that's. I think that um, even with all of us, we're experienced. You're experienced at this point because um, you've been some years. Mm -hmm. And we all learn from each other. And yeah. I think Reggie has been in it the longest as far as an actual realtor, running a business, being mm -hmm. a broker, doing yeah. all the things that he's supposed to do mm -hmm. as a business person. So you can't do anything but respect it. So, you know. I, I think I that's did. why you get, that's why people don't challenge Reggie is because they know he put in the work already. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Mm -hmm. uh, he already, he already, he did everything you saying. He did yeah. everything we're talking about up here. He's already done it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, or I, still doing it, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. But like good. Jeff was teaching at our office the other day and he said he still goes out on listening appointments. Mm -hmm. So one thing that um I I learned too early on and we was talking about age, when you sit at that pre you sit at the table and you're doing your presentation to a client, we're all equal. Mm -hmm. Like we all had the same license. From the time you walk in the door, the only thing that's not going to get you to business is either one, they don't like you, or you didn't do a good job of presenting mm -hmm. what you have to offer. So I think agents kind of overlook that part, even when we're talking to family members and yep. friends, because I lost business that way. Mm -hmm. Even though they'll call me and ask me all the real estate questions, and then they'll go use yeah. somebody yeah. else, uh -huh. I'll be like, oh. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. So, but yeah, if you call me asking all the questions, yeah, we got. I'm gonna be mad, mm. right? Right, but no, that didn't happen. Uh -huh. But I, one of my things is, I try to treat even my family members for that time that you were working together. I'm, um, you know, I'm gonna be your agent. Mm -hmm. So you know, even if when my oldest bought a house, I was her agent mm -hmm. during that entire transaction. It wasn't like okay, I'm selling my, I'm going to sell my daughter a house, yeah. and so now I'm going to be mom during this transaction. Like mm -hmm. no, I'm gonna stand back, do everything yeah. that I would do for if if you weren't my daughter. Uh -huh. I need to let you buy this house the way you would if it were someone else. That's that's tough. Me. Was that tough that's for tough. you? That's real um, tough. <laughs> it really was. Maybe because I've been doing it for so long, but no, yeah, it literally was like I'm gonna send you this list. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, give you, you know, the information. I'll make some recommendations. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I know. But ultimately, it's your decision. You have yeah. to make the decision as to what, where you want to be, how much money you have. Yeah. And I can kind of, you know, guide you mm -hmm. through that transaction. So I try to always do that, no matter if it's uh, friends, family, stranger. Yeah. Just, you know, be the agent. That's yeah. tough. So yeah. I had that incident. Yeah. I had a very <laughs> situation. Because you got to be careful, right? Yeah. You can't right. uh, interject. The you parents can't. always kill deals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always. You, you learn from experience. You cannot. Uh, <laughs> your personal opinion should, is you should not interject. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. They, they're getting what they want. Yep. You're just right. giving right. them the information. Yep. You're you're educating, and uh -huh. that's it. But step away and let them do uh, make a decision. Yep. Yep. You know? so, so as as her mother, did you talk her out of buying certain homes? <laughs> you just let her. Because the house that she ended up with, I don't love it even still to this day. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a lot of things that I felt like they could have did better with the dollar that they spent. Yeah, They didn't spend like a astronomical amount of money, but I know that I could have placed it better and mm -hmm. had a better investment. But it worked out still a pretty good investment at the end, yep. you know, due to time, how much they spend, what they purchase. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I did coach on was like maybe how much to put down. So when you're a younger person and maybe you're not making a certain amount of money, you mm -hmm. want to be safe in your mortgage, like that kind of thing. So that's what I was more so focused yep. on as a parent. Like, you know, I don't want you getting into a situation to where you're buying something that you can't afford mm -hmm. if you are to lose your job. Yep. Like, I need you to be able to pay this mortgage if mm -hmm. you don't have a job. Yep. <laughs> in other words, I don't want you moving back home. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Period, right? I, lost, I lost a couple clients that way. Uh, friends and right. uh, friends of... or. Uh, yeah, friends. Mm -hmm. You know where it was like I'm telling them, no, nah, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not allowing you to spend that on that. Right. We'll find a better deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they like uh, one person was like, <laughs> she was like, she, she kind of she called me and fired me as right. an agent. She was mad because it was a a, a house that she wanted. and She felt like she could have gotten gotten that right. house if we would have made the 
uh, offer, mm-hmm. a certain offer. Right. And uh, which I thought was a bad offer. Right. I still think it was a bad <laughs> offer. <laughs> but I should have, I mean, that's my opinion. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, right. they're spending the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? I should have let her do what she wanted. But she called me back uh, about a year later, like, yeah, I, I need you to help me find a house. <laughs> <laughs> if you be honest, they always come back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, go on over there. Yep. They do. She went mm-hmm. She went to like two or three other agents. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Then came back. Because what happens is sometimes when it comes, especially to like, you know, friends or mm-hmm. like referrals of friends and things like that, you kind of have like a bit of dedication. It's mm-hmm. like a, in, like it's not tangible what you're giving. Yep. And right. once they go out and they talk to a person that's a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, who maybe is like all business. Yeah. Um, they're not getting like that love and care mm-hmm. and then they kind of sit back and they're like wait a minute yep. you know shoot this mm-hmm. person treating me like I'm a transaction yep. yeah cause you right. are yeah you're just a paycheck <laughs> so they come back yeah so you mentioned speaking of that you mentioned you want a buyer's agent right mm-hmm. so when your friends come to you to buy homes are you gonna refer them to your buyer's agent well have your buyer's agent show them the properties and mm-hmm. work with them Yep, so our team now, and I'm practicing now because um, our team, we have showing agents that are licensed on our team, Okay, you know, paid for by the team. You know, of course. Explain what a showing agent is. So a showing agent, um, they they take a lesser split than a buyer's agent would. Okay. Um, So pretty much the showing agent is just going to show all the properties for you to the buyer, but you're still going to be there for the offer negotiation, um, the inspection, and the closing. Right. Um, they're taking, you remember how I said it takes 40 hours to close a buyer versus 20 hours to close a listing. Right. Now they're even because I'm using the showing agent. So me working with a buyer is the same thing as now me working as a listing. So my time is leveraged that way. But you so make a little bit less. How are you yeah, paying the seller? You said the uh, showing agent makes um, less money than the buyer's agent. How do you pay the showing agent? So normally most companies, if you were on a team, most buyer's agents are going to get 50% of the total commission. Um, a showing agent, they may only take 15 to 25 percent. Okay. Um, because they're just showing homes. They're not negotiating contracts. They're not doing final walkthroughs. They're not sitting at inspections. They're just literally driving from showing to showing. Okay. Yep. Just opening doors pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And being on time, opening doors, and following the schedule. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was very powerful this past market because you would have a buyer that has to look at 20, 30 homes because they keep getting beat out by right. other, you know, offers. So, I didn't lose any of that time. Um, I do lose a little bit of rapport with the client because I'm not working with them, but it's all how you set it up at the time you meet with the client. This is how it works, you know. Showing assistants. Have you ever had a showing assistant or has anyone in your office ever had a showing assistant kill a deal? Uh, no, no. Uh, so, so the showing assistants on our team, they're all trained. So they okay. had to go through a program similar to what I did on the phone. So right. they know they show homes better not show homes. So. Okay. Right. I actually suck at showing homes. <laughs> not so I'm yeah. um, training my son kind of. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes I take him on showings with me. Yep. And I'd be like. Don't you ever say yep. that again <laughs> yep, 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 <laughs> while we are in the house, you know, because it's easy to get comfortable, especially yep. when you with, you know, your people mm-hmm. and everybody in the in the house kicking it. Yeah. And then my son is like, yeah, this house sucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I used to do stuff like that. Right. Until I, I read, uh, you know, Mike Ferry, he's a real estate coach. Uh-huh. He has a book called How to Make uh, $100,000 Your First Year in Real Estate. Mm-hmm. It's right. super expensive now online because he doesn't make the book anymore. Um but he talks about when you show a house, open the door, tell them you're there if um, they need any help. And yeah. let them walk through the house. Mm-hmm. Because once you start interjecting your opinions, you may say something ugly, mm-hmm. but they love that, mm-hmm. you know, wallpaper. Right. And now 
You yep. may get fired for a statement like that. Like, this uh, agent doesn't know what I want. So, exactly. Mike Ferry. Yep. Yeah, and so Mike, uh, Mike Tom Ferry. Tom Ferry. Ferry dead. Dead. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. Uh, original. Uh, yeah, okay. he's original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Like, he's 28. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to ask. I'm like, okay, is that the brother-in-law or is that the that's, dad? That's the okay. father. He's like the, the king of real estate. Everybody kind of based their scripts yeah. and everything yeah. off of his stuff. He's mm-hmm. like the, the so OG of books. coaching. You got two books then. Yeah, those are the only two books you need. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a lot of books, and I was yeah. going through that confusion stage in the beginning, just reading all this stuff. Do right, this, do that. There's some, it's some other good books out here. Yeah. you know. So you you don't you don't go into the house and then you make a right and then you be like, oh, this is the kitchen. No, nah, no. Nah. And they look at you like, <laughs> yeah, they, they have a kitchen. <laughs> they got one of these. Yeah. Like, because yeah. people be like, oh, this is the living room. Right. Like, like, no, really. Yeah. But you know what? With right. The, Hold on. No, let me ask. I'm, so this is, I'm going to do, we got something new here. Quiz time. Yep. All right. We have, you have a house. Yep. Let's say it's a colonial style house. Uh-huh. And then you walk into the door and you have a room and then you have a kitchen. Okay. And then you have a dining, uh, another room yep. off the kitchen. Yep. And then in back of the kitchen and the other room, you have like another room. Yep. Traditionally, if this is a colonial, what are all these rooms on the main level? Well, they're none of them are bedrooms. Exactly. Yeah, because colonials, all bedrooms have to be on the upper upper floor. Okay. Yeah. And then, when so when you first walk in from the foyer, what's that room? That is... What area? It depends. Yeah, what area? No, because if we're talking about a traditional colonial, let's take a and South you walk Hill into colonial. the South Hill okay. Colonial, okay. you pass right. the foyer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say to the left or something. What's that room? That's like your formal living room. Okay. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You won. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I asked this question is because we were getting ready to say, like, no shit Sherlock, basically. Right. Yeah. But you will be surprised how many times you walk in a room and people be like, oh, what's... So yeah. we're redoing a um, 1840s traditional mm-hmm. colonial. Yeah, right. People walk into the house and be like, oh, well, what's this room right here? Yeah, right. It's the living room. Yeah, some people call it office. It's I'm the, like, no, no, no. It's the <laughs> formal <laughs> living yeah. room. This is the formal dining room. Right. And this other area, yeah. that's your family room. Family your room. Right. Room. right. Whenever the room's yeah. off the kitchen, it's the family room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, well, then I, I can't get mad at people when they don't know. No, yeah, but not, well, hold on about those rooms, but the kitchen and the, the master, you know, yeah, the master is the one with the, the, the bath to itself. Yeah. Or the biggest room. Or the two closets. The That's typically room. so, because masters don't always have a bathroom. So typically yeah. you're looking for a second closet. Or largest room. Or, yeah, or the largest yeah. room. Right. The woman that has the most amenities is the, is the master. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I learned when clients uh, name a room wrong, you always agree, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> right, right. And most people actually call this the family room because it's off the kitchen. And they'll say, wow, I never knew that. But you didn't tell them they were wrong. You right. told them they were right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so, okay. That's a little trick. Yeah, it's a little yeah. trick. So they're like, wow, I'm right, but I'm mm-hmm. wrong. So, But sometimes when you walk yeah. to the house and, you know, you're turning on lights and looking at the house and people are like, well, what's this room? Yeah. Right. Or you're in a ranch and all of the three bedrooms are 10 by 11s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which one's the master? Yeah. Whichever right. one you want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Right. So, I'm That's sorry. That, I just have to have a little bit of fun. Yep. You oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So, 28, making a killing in real estate and... That's it. You're just going to keep making money, yep. improving, increasing your income, build, get you a buyer's agent mm-hmm. and an assistant. Yep. Right. 
So a lot of people don't know that that agents actually have assistants, mm -hmm. right? And you pay the assistant a salary because yep. you're making enough money. Mm -hmm. Why would you get an assistant and how can you afford an assistant? What would that do for your business? So uh, a lot of my time, the team helps leverage a lot of the paperwork I'm on to, uh, okay. Jeff's team. Um, but an assistant is going to take off all the paperwork, all the right. returning, you know, agents calling about your listings. Right. Uh, somebody can't get in the lockbox. You know, just all the things that don't result into you making a sale in real estate. So once I have an assistant, I can spend all my time either looking for a new client or being on an appointment with the client. So my time right. is very productive. 100% okay. of my time is productive. Leads. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Leads, leads, leads. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. all I'm hearing is that you basically are running a business mm -hmm. within a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And making good. You're probably making more money than some brokers I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's what I learned, too, from uh, listening to a lot of Mike Fair. I go to his retreat usually every year. And he talks about Wait, go profitable. back. Hold up. Hold up. So I would just want you. So you go to retreat every year. Mm -hmm. You went to some sales boot camp. Yep. And you're reading all these books. Mm -hmm. So that's a message. Knowledge. Yep. Yeah. Continue at, learning. At 28, you were already <clears throat> adapted <throat> to doing this is what you need to do mm -hmm. yep. to be successful. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go Surround yourselves with people who are more successful. Than you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. also, he, he also said a couple more key things like getting up early. You're in mm -hmm. the office by 7. By, by 7.30. Yeah. And another thing about that... Um, I do this thing where if I'm not in the office by 7.50 a.m., I have to write somebody a $100 check for not mm. being there. Oh, shoot. Every day, Monday through oh, Friday. Wow. Yep. So in my phone, Who I have somebody? it there. Yeah, let me give so, you my uh, cash. <laughs> right. yep. So it's actually our front desk uh, person, Rebecca. Oh. So every morning, I have to send her a picture of my desk phone with the date and the time. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not there, I got to cash app her or give her $100. Mm. Uh, so okay. It's like... That's and I learned that from Jeff. That's what he pretty much did. Right. So, so sometimes he'd be like, I got it. Yeah, I am going to give her that $100 today. Yeah. So that alarm <laughs> Have ring, Have you ever like, rolled over? Like, mm. No, I never had to. I've okay. been close, though, 749, but <laughs> never had to. I mean, it makes you get in the office. You okay. Know? So yeah, yeah. Because as a real estate agent, you know, you don't have a boss. You exactly. Know, you are your own boss. So I think that was kind of what I was pointing to because you have to get up. Mm -hmm. Nobody's getting you up. Yep. No one's firing you. Mm -hmm. No one's cutting your check. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, like deducting your money from your check yeah if you don't do all these things mm -hmm. now when it comes to like health and wellness are you incorporating any of those things to kind of like help you know are you working out and yep yep so this last month i actually started back getting in the gym um monday wednesday friday um what time do i get at the gym 5 30 mm -hmm. uh, monday wednesday friday um i'm actually trying to gain weight because okay. I'm slimmer. So okay. people get mad when I say that. <laughs> That's why I'm over here. I'm like, trying to man. put on 10 pounds. <laughs> I, got, yeah, so. I got 10 for you. Yeah, I, got, I got you covered. It's hard eating, man. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, we make I'm it out of making time to eat. I, I, right. He's my son. That's, that's like a younger generation yeah. thing or something. It's tough to eat. Uh -huh. yeah, so it's, go ahead. You were you saying trying to gain weight. So you in the gym at 5 Yeah, so Wednesday night, I've been doing my meal preps. And mm -hmm. then Sunday morning. Uh, waking up like 7.30 to cook some right. three, four meals. And I'm learning how to cook, so that was mm. the, the tough okay. part. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that this was great. You know, you're young, you are successful, and you are practicing all the things that we all need to do mm -hmm. to be successful, which is waking up early, yep. going to work for 10, 12 hours, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and being very productive in that work. Yep. And the end result is... Um, 
the bread. Yeah, yeah. in the, the bags. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing that you're extremely disciplined. Like, yes. I don't have that discipline mm-hmm. now. Like, I'm not. Well, my wife helped me meal prep, but I'm not meal prepping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't go to gym at 5.30. Yeah. I try a few I'm times. there with you. You can call me. Yeah. I'll be up. And if I miss the 5.30, <laughs> yeah. I look at what's important to me. The most important thing is me getting to the office on mm-hmm. time and, you know, making my calls. Right. So if I miss the 5.30 in the morning, I just go at night. Because mm-hmm. the gym... Right. I work out of it's in my building. You got that luxury. Yep, so <laughs> no, he, he said his priority yeah. is so lead generation. Myself, yep. So right. I'm not beating myself up if I. Okay. That's all you care about yep. every day mm-hmm. is making sure that you're yep. uh, after more leads yep. every single day. Mm-hmm. Just focusing on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I can I give you something without interjection from my co-hosts? Yes. <laughs> um, your your mind and your body is also as important as that lead generation. Yeah. So continue to make sure <laughs> yep, that is yep. also a, a priority one A and B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Man. We appreciate you coming here. Thanks for having me. Um. Right. Well, hold on. We're gonna get him back too. We because, definitely. We uh, hold on, because his his I guarantee you his uh three year goals is gonna maybe in the next year. It's going to change because uh-huh. he's getting ready to go into his next phase. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. He's already there. And around yep. 30, you start really catching fire. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yeah. I get, get more mature. That. More maturity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. How much more mature can you get? Because at 28, Man, I still like to have fun. So I'm trying to, trying to get out of that way. Hold on. I'm 43. Uh, I'm, I'm 42. I'm sorry. Forty-two, oh, right? And I, right. <laughs> and I just start having the mentality. Um, you know, I, I work hard. Mm-hmm, I work right. a lot. Yeah. But you know, I used to be like, man, I'm not that six, that five thirty getting up yeah. stuff. Man, that's not for me. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, right. I, I can't. No matter what, I can I'm not going to sleep at uh nine. Yeah. Ten. What time you go to bed? Uh, usually ten, eleven o'clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so hard for me. We on the same schedule. Yeah. I may not even get home late. tonight, nine o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then it's eat, then shower, yeah. then chill, and mm-hmm. then by that time it's before you know it, it's twelve o'clock, one yeah. o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I got to get up at five thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two, what helps with that is just putting yourself in an environment where everybody's doing that. So like right. the team I'm on, everybody's in at seven thirty. So it's like mm-hmm. I, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know oh, what I mean? So right. it's kind of those are your friends. Yeah, these are my friends. Your so new my so coworkers. He, so. New five, yeah. right? So uh, this is this is key what you said because when we remember when we was talking to um, Tawana and Lashana mm-hmm. about yeah. being in the right office, right environment, Period. and having to put in the work. Mm-hmm. So when you are picking your broker as an agent or your team, you have to look at the entire culture. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what are they gen- what are they doing to produce business? What are because nobody's just going to keep handing you leads. Mm-hmm. You yeah, just convert mm-hmm. them right. And you have to bring some something to the table Period. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's real important. That's what you said. The Lakers. If you play with Kobe. Mm-hmm. If Kobe coming in, the most talented player on the team coming in at four o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and you coming in at eight, yep. you got a problem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So no, nah, yeah. he gonna set the standard. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, that was good. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Thanks for having. Congratulations. Me. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Keep it going, man. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot. We got we uh, yeah. um please um subscribe. We are Tasari. We now. are on YouTube. You, <laughs> we are on Apple Podcast, Spotify. Spotify. Hit the subscribe button, follow us, like, share, comment, give us some topics that you guys want to hear about, all that. Thank you. <laughs> and we're on Facebook and Instagram too. Okay. But you can you can listen on all the podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. For sure.
Yeah, I had a friend of mine. He's a truck driver. And he's mm. like, which um, podcast stations are you on? So that Apple Music and um, Spotify, Apple, yeah. uh, Apple Podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's the purple icon. <laughs> <laughs> Just followed it. All right. Thank All right. you. All right. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't,